there's so many things you can do so that you can travel and enjoy life by yourself without being afraid all the time um so there's there's that so um <laughs> and I hope no one takes that offensively I'm not meaning that in a way I'm just saying like um we <clears throat> those of you girls who are single do not hold back your shine do not not do things like I hate hearing girls say I can't do explain because I don't No, do everything you want to do who cares if you don't have anybody to do it with go by yourself I was in this Facebook group and this girl was saying how she didn't want to go to this concert by herself um and <clears throat> she was scared and like myself and a couple other girls were like uh so you're gonna miss out on a concert there's somebody she really really wanted to see but none of her friends could go like you're gonna miss out on a concert you really really want to see because you don't have anyone to go with uh, like I don't understand that logic like just do it so Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? <laughs> well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory and I want to say everyone Merry Christmas. Here on Those Are the Girls, we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. All right. Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, this is going to be the last episode until Christmas. And this is really just like a, a quick little, it's not even a tea cap. It's more of like a chit chat, a mild chit chat. Um, my coughing has gotten a lot better. Thank you, God, for um, healing me. And thanks to everyone who's been praying for me. Um, I am drinking the <clears throat> red velvet latte from Clean Juice. My mom is really... I just thought of this. I should have gotten my mom a juicer for Christmas. My mom has really gotten to juicing and like, you know, like I said, a couple, maybe like two weeks ago, I was sick. It wasn't the vid. Um, <clears throat> it was a terrible cold. And um, <clears throat> my mom, she like had me on zinc. She had me doing X, Y, and Z. And I mean, it's worked a lot. I mean, I saw this terrible cough and we're trying, but she got me this drink. This is supposed to help. It's called the Red Velvet Latte. I don't know what all is in it, but it's super healthy. That's what I'm drinking. Hopefully I won't cough. Um, but if I do have a little <clears throat> tickle in my throat, um, I'll be taking some sips from this latte. My mom is like so into clean juice and she goes there so much. I'm so upset I did not think to get her a juicer. But anyway, she goes there so much. I went one time uh, for her a couple months ago and I used her phone number and they said, Phyllis, are you related to Phyllis? I was like, yeah, my mom comes in here all the time. The guy legitimately, y'all, he went to the back of the, or of the little, I guess it's a restaurant, the store, and was like, this is Phyllis's daughter, and they all came out like, oh, you're Phyllis's daughter, we love, her. is she okay, she's not here, is she doing okay, I was like, 
Okay, this is interesting. Um, she's fine. She just couldn't come this morning, so I'm doing it. It was just, it was weird. But they were all like, oh my God, this is Bella's daughter, this is Bella's daughter. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> but yeah, that's how often my mom goes. Um, and she gets like, uh, there was a while where she was getting like celery because celery, drinking celery is supposed to be really good for you and just plain celery. No sugar added it. As a matter of fact, in this um, latte, it says no sweetener, <clears throat> which is fine. Like I don't, I have friends, for example, it's this tea I had uh, when I was living in Virginia Beach. I thought it was so good. I would drink it straight, like no sugar, anything like that. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. And my friend, um, I offered, I was like, offers them to my friends and they like took like sips and I'm like hmm do you by chance have sugar I was like for what like why would you need sugar this tea is perfect the way it is but I've really just tea without sugar or some people like tea with sugar so I don't know not me um first thing I want to say everyone let our <laughs> that was a weird transition um let's get started first thing I want to say is Merry Christmas <clears throat> oh, I'm so sorry, y'all. Um, remember the reason for the season as corny and whack and whack <laughs> as that sounds. It is Christmas is a time that we really should be focusing on Jesus's birth. Um, I'm focusing on family and and your friendships and um I just want to say also too that this is a difficult season for some of us um some of us you know we're very grateful and happy um <clears throat> for the most part where we are but some of us want to be in a different season in our lives and it is kind of difficult and I want to recognize that anybody listening if you're in I'll just be Frank, if you're in a single season and you wish you weren't single, I know that this can be a difficult time because 90% of the activities during the season are for couples. And I don't think it becomes blatantly as obvious until you're the only one in your friend group or only friend you have that's not a couple and you see everybody doing everything that you guys all used to do together or like, I don't know, even seeing lights. Like I haven't had anyone to go see lights with. All my friends have gone already with their boyfriends or their husbands. So it's a teensy bit annoying, but I'm going to go tonight, I believe, uh, <clears throat> and see it by myself, which is fine. And I think that's good. That's a good thing to do things um, by yourself. I posted in my story on um, my personal account, don't ever let being by yourself stop you from doing some of the fun things. I know nowadays people are scared of human trafficking. I'm not saying that's not a real thing. We've done countless episodes on it. <clears throat> but what I am saying is you're more likely to be trafficked by someone you know and love. <laughs> that's the first thing. And the second thing is like, use wisdom. There are ways you can prevent. There are ways, you know, maybe don't go into a dark alley by yourself without any protection. You know, there's so many things you can do so that you can travel and enjoy life by yourself without being afraid all the time. Um, so there's, there's that. So, um, <laughs> and I hope no one takes that offensively. I'm not meaning that in a way. I'm just saying like, um, we, <clears throat> those of you girls who are single, do not hold back your shine. Do not not do things. Like I hate hearing girls say, I can't do X, Y, and Z because I don't, no, do everything you want to do. Who cares if you don't have anybody to do it with? Go by yourself. I was in this Facebook group and this girl was saying how she didn't want to go to this concert by herself. Um, 
and she was scared and like myself and a couple other girls were like uh so you're gonna miss out on a concert there's somebody she really really wanted to see but none of her friends could go like you're gonna miss out on a concert you really really want to see because you don't have anyone to go with uh, like I don't understand that logic like just do it so anyway so this season all that to say this season can be kind of difficult for some of us that are in a season that kind of and I mean I'm an extrovert so I don't really like being by myself but it is where I am and it is this is a season of growth this is a season where I'm learning to be okay by myself. You know, some of the extroverts, we do any and everything to not be by ourselves. And maybe we should, maybe we should chill on that. <clears throat> Anywho, um, I just want to acknowledge those of you out there who are like that right now. I do want to start doing more or um, single, not ministry, because that's dumb. And heck, I need ministry myself. But I do want to start acknowledging that and be a little more cognizant of that because, you know, everybody in the conservative Christian realm is always talking about get married, be married, be married, be married, be married, have kids, have kids. Yeah. But some of us are not called to do that. Some of us are called to be single. I mean, the reality is not everybody is going to be married. That's just, and the other thing is while we are single, no one's ever telling. So, okay. Let's say some of us are meant to be married. We just haven't met that person yet. They're never telling us what to do in between that time. They're always like, get married, have kids, get married, have kids, which I'm not against. I'm pro that. If you know, if God wanted that for me, I 110% would be on board. But, you know, get married, get married, get married, get married, have kids, have kids. Okay, but those of us who aren't there yet, those of us who aren't, what do we do in the meantime? No one ever talks about that. So that's just a whole nother side note. Or if they do, it's like, do this until you're married. But like, what if you don't get married? Like, how are you 60 and you're unmarried? How are you supposed to act? No one ever says. But neither here nor there enjoy the season go and do things by yourself um get yourself a christmas present i did um and just enjoy enjoy you you know like our friends um are enjoying their significant others um we can enjoy ourselves as well as like use this time with God too like it really is about Jesus and that is our number one priority that's what we should be focusing on so use this time to be even more focused on God um when you're married and dating you definitely should be focusing on God too but the reality is and I mean Paul even says it when you're in those relationships your focus can't all be on God you know so that's that on that um merry christmas everybody i really just wanted to talk about <clears throat> two things um i really hate not doing a weekly recap because there's so many things that go on and i just really like to talk about them um i hope people are listening to the tcaps uh even the ones that are just me and if you ever want to interact with me that please feel free like our instagram email message me if you hear something that you're like oh now that's very blah, blah blah say something say something let me know um so the two things i really want to talk about are the fentanyl numbers and the and joe mansion and like kind of segue into something else but <clears throat> let's get into these fentanyl numbers this will be a quick quick one y'all <laughs> So the fentanyl is number one cause of death for adults 18 to 45. Fentanyl overdoses in the U.S. are now considered the number one cause of death for adults 18 to 45, according to the data compiled from the Family Against Fentanyl 
The synthetic and highly addictive drug has claimed more lives than COVID-19, auto crashes, gun violence, cancer, and suicide in the year 2020. It's kicking explicitive and taking names. It's what it's doing. It has been so, it's not surprising at all, said Denise Tara, who knows what it's like to be entrenched in the deep, dark depths of addiction. It's kicking, I'll say, it's kicking butt and taking names. It's not, it's what it's, it's what it's doing. It has been so, it's not surprising at all. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> Let me reread that because I didn't even understand it too at first. It's kicking butt and taking names. It's what it's doing. It's been so, and it's not surprising at all. <clears throat> and this apparently is someone, <coughs> I'm so sorry. Apparently someone who has um, been addicted. <clears throat> So what did I want to say about this? Um, well, first of all, 18 to 45 is pretty much the range of people who listen to this podcast. So that's our peers. Um, and I'll be honest, I'm kind of like, I grew up in a bubble and, you know, almost every day I realized I'm kind of still am in a bubble. I didn't know what fentanyl was until last year, until the whole George Floyd thing. Um, and I honestly don't really, I don't think anybody I know does it. I mean, if they do, they're very hush-hush about it. Um, but this shows me that there are lots of people. Like, I very well could know someone who takes it and is addicted, but they're just very hush-hush about it. Um, so the, to me, this is just so, I mean, it took more lives than COVID-19. And like, let's be honest, a lot of people did die from COVID-19 last year. Maybe, you know, we can say what we want to say about the, um, <coughs> not the numbers, but we do know thousands of people died like there's that's no no doubt about that um and suicide suicide was on the rise last year cancer gun violence car crashes car crashes probably didn't go down last year because there was a good chunk of time where there was like nobody on the road um and gun violence like this is sad y'all this is really sad and I watched uh it's a show on Hulu called Traffic um I definitely want to go into like I don't know maybe do a bonus episode where we talk about all of the things that have been trafficked I saw the beginning of the one on fentanyl I couldn't finish it um I had something else to do but I mean the way they get it over it comes from Mexico. Well, in the episode, it was coming from Mexico and these cargo ships. And what happens is on the cargo ships, people just throw off however they, the materials used to make it. They just throw it off the ship. And then some people come and just grab it. And then they use it to make it. And it comes from Mexico to the U.S. <clears throat> and it's, I mean, it's crazy how they get it over. It's crazy. I mean, she couldn't do two. I mean, she couldn't like, okay, now let's go to the lab let me film I'm a documentary series I'm gonna film you obviously you can do all that but like all the things she was doing to show I mean wild um and it's concerning it's so concerning I don't know what to do once again I don't know much about drug addiction I mean my I wasn't introduced to drugs or like I didn't know really really about drugs until college so like I don't have that much knowledge on it so I don't really know what to do or how to help but this when I see stuff like this I'm like okay what can we do how can I help how can I help and I think one of the things is just like looking at our friends and family and neighbors and truly like being in each other's lives I know that um I talked earlier about like 
sadness and loneliness kind of that can happen during the season I think this is a time for us to really reach out to our friends that we know might be living by themselves and might not be able to go home for Christmas or might be living by themselves um because they're not really close to their family or or anything like that and I think now it's time to like reach out to them because I really I truly believe Angela's utopic (laughs) I know it's utopic and you know probably is unrealistic but I truly believe that um if we are there for each other we are friends with each other we are doing all these things for each other then we will truly be able to um move forward and like help each other I I, I just do I think it's um I think that's how we're really going to make a difference um that's how we're going to get past certain things in this world is if we are together working together being together, um, looking out for each other. That's the way we're going to do it. So that's one thing I can think of right now that we can do, but I just, I wanted to share that with you guys. These numbers, that is crazy high. Do you guys know anyone that has an addiction? Um, and if you know some addiction resources or anything like that, if you're listening, you have an addiction, uh, I'm gonna, maybe for the, in the show notes, I'll uh, have the link to like, if you need help or something like that. Because um, if you're listening and, you know, you're struggling with this addiction, I'm so sorry. And if there's anything I can do to help, I mean, let me know. I'll, I'll link some of those things. I just don't know enough about drugs, but I wanted to share those numbers with you because like I said, it's, <clears throat> those numbers are crazy, staggering, staggering. Um, I did also want to talk about our sponsor really quick, Living in the Light Co. As you guys know, they're a small business and they make really cute clothes. They're all custom designed and everything is wholesale through small U.S. businesses. And if you use our code, those girls at L-I-T, L-I-T-C-O, back up at www.litlco.com, use the code, those girls, you get 10% off. Um, the last thing I wanted to say, kind of wrap it up, is I wanted to really talk about what happened with, um, Jill Manchin and the Build Back Better, uh, Bill. I really wanted to do, like, a longer thing on that, but it's kind of past at this point, but I want to say something about that. Um, so Joe Manchin, for those I don't know, is a Democrat. He's a Democrat senator for West Virginia. He is known as the one that, uh, the Democrat that sometimes most times doesn't walk in step with the Democratic Party, which I respect. I respect that. And I think something people forget, and I just want to reiterate, um, our Congress people work for us. Like, they are not in charge. We are in charge. So when you're constituents, that's what you are to your congressperson, the constituent. Constituent is the people that live in your district, people that you're representing. When your constituents want you to do X, Y, and Z, then that's what you need to do. If his constituents told him, don't do the Build Back Better program, the Build Back Better bill, don't agree, don't agree, don't agree. I don't care what the Democrat Party says. I don't care what his personal belief is. You do what your constituents do. And I think that's something that people forget. And I think that's also something, a reason why I think people should really consider when they're running for Congress. And that's something that I thought about, I'm not saying that I ever would have run for Congress, but I thought about like, Technically, you're not supposed to vote with your conscience. We vote with our conscience for someone to represent us. So if we vote for 
and we went from Marianne. I voted for Marianne with my conscience. Marianne used to forgo her conscience and do what her constituents said. I hate to say that. That doesn't sound right. But that's what needs, like, that's what needs to be done. That's why, like I said, like, that's why you are in a, I don't, I don't know how else to make it sound less uh, controversial, I guess. I don't know, like, you, as a politician, as a representative, you represent us. You're not representing your conscience, you're representing us. So hopefully we have voted with our conscience for you. So when things come up, you need to vote for the way we tell you to, because we're a representative democracy. And as a representative democracy, we need the people to represent us, uh, if y'all get my drift. So I just, I wanted to say that because I don't think I've seen that take anywhere I think people forget that you're not just supposed to go up there and go hmm what would I do no you go what do my constituents want that's why it's so important for congress people for people in the senate for people um in state government to go and be in their communities to have an open forum um to have someone in their office to answer the phones to take notes to do x y and d because it is um <clears throat> Sorry about that, y'all. It is incredibly important for them to vote for what we want them to. This is a good segue into a new series that we're going to have um, starting in January. So 2022 is a big year for politics. Um, we are going to have our midterms. We're also going to have primaries um, for the midterms that are coming up in North Carolina. Our primaries were supposed to be in March. I don't think they will be because of redistricting. Whoa, that was where redistricting. <laughs> um, and yeah, so in, in March, let's just say March right now, um, there's going to be primaries. And in November, it's going to be the midterms. And midterms are elections that are just as important as a general election. They happen every two years, and generals are every four years. And then, as you can saw, as you can saw, as you saw, Virginia's was this. I would say last year, this was this year for their governor. So it really just depends um, on the state when there are, some of the elections are. Um, and I know that some states are their primaries might be in June. Some states their primaries might be in, you know, April. I don't know. I know North Carolina's was supposed to be in March. That's all I know. Um, and the point is that we're going to do some episodes, some YouTube videos, kind of explaining everything. My goal with this series, my goal with those other girls, is really to educate the Christian conservative woman on why we should be good stewards of this land. Not everybody has to be as ingrained in politics. Um, I, I don't think it's necessary to be as ingrained. It is necessary to be aware because God gave us steward over this land so we should steward it properly. That means who we vote for matters. That means the things that we stand up for matters. That means that the people uh, <clears throat> that represent us, they actually matter as well. And you know what? I'll say the other thing too. Something as small as gas prices. Um, realistically, I don't know necessarily the president directly impacts gas prices. I know it's fun to say because we all are over the president we have now, but I'll tell you who affects your mask mandates, your governor. <laughs> your governor certainly does. And um, that can affect you. I mean, I'll just even say for DC, 
um, those of us going to the march, I don't know if you guys saw the DC, they now are requiring a vaccine to go into restaurants, a vaccine. Let me, I'll read you the exact announcement. <clears throat> One second, y'all, I'm gonna pull it up. Um, but who, you know, DC doesn't have a governor, but if this was another state, I mean, Chicago, Chicago's mayor, your governor, all these positions are valuable. All these positions are important. All these positions are, um, district is an account I like to follow. Um, is this the one? Nope, that's not where it was. Um, what am I sorry? Washington, Washingtonian props. Okay, so DC is going to require a vaccination at restaurants, gyms, entertainment facilities, and other indoor venues beginning January 15th. Okay, who was in charge of that? Uh, the mayor um, for the cities. And then for your entire state, if this was a if DC was a state, and this was a state, why that be the governor? <clears throat> let me tell you this. Um, let me tell you this, y'all. Uh, let me see what I'm looking at. Oh, also to begin in March, all DC students, public and private, are eligible for a COVID vaccine, must receive one. Mandate does not currently include churches, museums, or grocery stores. Oh, that's interesting. Anyway, my whole point being is like elections have consequences. Um, and you know, you can be pro, you can be like the vaccine's not that big of a deal. You can be okay with the vaccine, you can be vaccinated, but still not like a vaccine mandate because you know, I'm personally not vaccinated, so the, I'm going to be considered an outside person of society, you know, so these things are important, and I think that a lot of times, especially us young women who care about other things, sometimes we get so <clears throat> caught up in, like, we get so caught up in other things and not really caring, that we don't um, pay attention to these things. And then we're upset when, you know, you can't go into a restaurant. But we had a chance to prevent that. But sometimes we just get distracted. And I'm not mad at people who are like that. <clears throat> sometimes I wish I could be like that, sometimes. Um, but I do want to do my part in educating you. And I want to make sure with the series, I want to make sure it's not dumbed down. That's not the right word because women are smart and educated. Women can understand things, but I don't know. Like sometimes I don't want to have to think high level about something just because, I don't know. Sometimes you just don't. Sometimes you want it explained in a nice, simple way that you can also easily articulate to your friends as well. Because that's what it's about. Like this is a community effort, a community thing. The last thing, and then I'm gonna go. Oh, watch out for that. It'll be on the YouTube starting in January. Um, also too, I'm gonna be at the March for Life. I'm super excited. Um, I'm praying, you know, after that little DC thing, I hope they're still gonna have it. Um, I'm praying that the March still happens. Um, because I bought a plane ticket. I got a really, really cheap plane ticket. I was going back and forth whether I should get it, but then I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and get this thing. I don't know if it'll ever be cheaper than that. I got it really cheap. And um, so <clears throat> the March for Life, I'll be there. And if you are going, one second. 
if you're going independently and you don't want to be by yourself, I would invite you to come with me to join me. Um, I think I have like one or two other friends who are going independently as well. Join us. We're going to make a group. Uh, those are the girls. We're going to be, so you're not alone. That's one of the things that I did want for those other girls. I want people to feel not alone. And a perfect time is like, if you're going to the march independently, if you, um, or if your friends said they were going to go and they can't go anymore, if you just want a group to go with, come with us. Uh, email me, text me, message me, somehow get in contact. And uh, when it gets close to the date, I'll make a group meet and then we can like meet up. So what we will do is meet at a central location and then we'll walk together. We'll do the rock rally together. Um, and then maybe we'll go, I was say maybe we'll go get dinner. We'll probably have to get it in like Arlington, but maybe we can get some, a meal afterwards and just, um, but yeah, so like, so you're not by yourself. Um, and so you don't feel awkward walking around alone, even though there's, everyone there is so kind. It is an amazing, if you're on the thing about going, you should definitely go. It's way better than the Women's March. The Women's March is crazy and uh, people are mean and rude get water thrown on you it's awful much for life is such an uplifting happy moment almost everybody there is uh christian and praising god um just praise and worship like it's just a great great event um so yeah if you're going and you're going by yourself please let me know uh join those other girls we will be going together um we, i also on our website, we have uh, anti-abortion social club uh, sweatshirts and long sleeve shirts. If you wanna wear that for the March too, I think it'll be a great thing to wear for the March. Um, <clears throat> also support the podcast as you girl needs help paying for it. Um, that will be beneficial. That's what I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna wear that on that day. And then, you know, the Students for Life Summit is the next day and I'll have a cool t-shirt. <laughs> a wink wink by then um that you guys can purchase as well and what i'm wearing now is our new logo which i love vic made it i'm wearing our new logo on a cute crops hoodie um that's so comfy also to the sweatshirts are so comfy claire who modeled it so beautifully on our instagram page she said it's probably one of the most comfortable sweat sweatshirts <laughs> that she's ever been in and i agree like this one and then my anti-abortion one is so comfy um so i anti-abortion social club um <laughs> i highly recommend getting that for the march um let us know if you get it and tag us um i hope i really hope to see everybody there i think that it is a really <clears throat> is a good display of of us pro-lifers, of us standing up. You know, if you want to be involved there, the March is great. And, you know, we're always about going out and volunteering and doing X, Y, and Z. That's always, you know, <clears throat> me and Vic's big thing. Um, and a, a good start, I definitely don't think you should finish, but a good start is going to the March to see how it is. And that kind of is how I started. I went to that and I was like, wow, this is, I love this movement. This is amazing. That was kind of my first introduction into the movement in general. Um, so I just, I hope everybody goes. If you're on the fence, I think you should go. If you're nervous about going by yourself, please seriously reach out to me. I will, we'll meet there. We'll meet there. We'll walk together um, and we'll get dinner afterwards. No problem. It'll be fun. Um, <clears throat> anything else? Um, rate, review, subscribe. Tell all your friends. Um,
yeah if you really do enjoy this episode and you listen on apple podcast please leave a review um through analytics and through some of my research on podcasting one of the best ways to get other people to hear this podcast is if you leave a review so then apple podcast will start recommending it to people so please 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 leave a review and rate it would just it would mean the world to us it would be so beneficial um and yeah I guess that's it, y'all. Merry Christmas once again. Happy birthday, Jesus. And everybody just have a great, wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.